Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com for Saturday, March 20th at the fairgrounds, Louisiana Derby Day, prep for the Kentucky Derby. And we'll talk about that and the rest of their card, an all-graded stakes pick four that we'll take a look at. Tom Leach here along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. And Jim, let's jump in in the 11th race, the New Orleans Classic, grade two, mile and an eighth on the main track. And I didn't really see a standout in here. Where did you land? Yeah, I didn't see a standout. I'm, I'm assuming that Captivating Moon goes in the turf race. Uh, he, he should. He can't. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't win very often on dirt. So I want to assume he's going to go in the turf race. Uh, the I mean, he's, I think he's a contender there. I don't think he's a contender in the dirt race. So I didn't use him. I thought Owendale was my top pick here. Uh, he ran the Razorback and he was five to two, uh, eight to five that day, I think, and and just had a rough trip. Just was never involved in the race. Giroux gets him out back. Rosario rode him that day, and I, and, I, and Giroux fits him well. I don't think he liked the racetrack that day. I just I just think he's so consistent, and he's grade one placed. I think he's he's the class of the field here, uh, but I don't think he's a single. Uh, I'm going to use him. And I also use Enforceable, uh, who is uh, coming back off the Derby Trail last year and, and uh, has run a couple times this year, was really – impressive in his first race a second race at fairgrounds and then didn't fire in the mine shaft that went off a two to one maybe he bounces back for cassie uh chess chief i'm going chess chief i'm going to use for dallas stewart uh, out of that mine shaft only ran behind sonneman and maxfield and then i'm also going to use sonneman with that second uh place in the mine shaft the uh, prep for this um i can make a case for sonneman being drawn outside in a small field Began to track the leaders. He made up uh, nine lengths last time out on top of the, from the top of the stretch to the end, and he could run the horses down into mile and eighth. I think the distance will suit him just fine. So I think uh, I'm going to take four horses there out of the eight. Um, Owendale will be my top pick, and I probably box him in an exacto with Sonneman if you made me do it. I ended up taking a horse I took last time who threw in kind of a clunker, and that's enforceable. Uh, if he comes back to that 102 buyer on January 17th, then he's a major player here. Not sure it's leg- you know it's legit when you look at his form, but I'm going to give him one more chance on the fact that I think I'll get a decent price in here, and if he can run back to that number, then he's got a big shot. He has worked well, and I remember uh, interviewing Mark Cassie about this horse for the summer meet last year, and he said one thing he learned about him coming into the bluegrass is that he had to train him uh, really hard, and uh, this horse had a six-furlong work uh, in 113 coming into this race since that last one, one of three works since that last start. So I'm going to give Enforceable one more shot because of the price I think I'll get. Owendale's the the one to beat. That's who I had next. And then uh, I would go Ollie, my boy. Um, there's one two in a row for Norm Cassie. And then Sonneman from the Asmussen Barn. I'll round it out with uh, those four in the pick four. But hopefully catch a price here with Enforceable. The grade two Muniz Memorial is the 12th race on the turf at a mile and an eighth, four-year-olds and up. You've got uh, Colonel Liam shipping in for Pletcher. Started to go there, but I ended up taking factor this just because he loves the fairgrounds. Second start off the break, so maybe he'll improve off that last one. I think he's got a great draw for his speed, and his best race uh, may be better than any of these. So uh get a little price off that subpar effort last time, I hope. And I'm going to take factor this on top, but Colonel Liam is a strong backup for me there. And then cross-border for Mike Maker. 
and then uh, I'm going to throw in logical myth as well. But I think those uh, two coming in, Colonel Liam and Crossboard, are going to be awfully tough. But uh, on respect for the Cox Barn and this horse's affinity for the fairgrounds, I'm going to try factor this to beat them. How about you? I had a hard time eliminating anybody here, but I, I wound up going with Colonel Liam. Uh, that race at Gulfstream um, was very impressive. It's grade one uh, on uh, Pegasus Day at a mile and three sixteenths. So already, um, already it was exceeding this distance. I don't think that'll be a problem with him. Irad comes in to ride. I think he's. I think he's a good bet here. But factor this worries me somewhat uh, because of his natural speed. If he runs back to his Churchill Pimlico form, he's going to wire to wire. Nobody's going to catch him. Uh, Captivating Moon has a shot here. He won the uh, fairgrounds last out, and I think he'll go here. He's better on turf. Uh, logical myth. The other horse that you didn't mention is Olympic Runner from the outside. Uh, almost won a Canadian turf at Gulfstream last time out. Uh, has not stretched out, has not run the distance only one time, and, and that might be a question mark. But Velasquez takes them out, and I think he's got a shot. And Pixelate on the outside for Stidham. So a lot of, a lot of ways you can go here. Uh, Colonel Liam is going to be my top pick with Factor This, my second choice. Brings us to the 13th race, which is the Fairgrounds Oaks. It's uh, been a nice prep for the Kentucky Oaks in recent years. Grade 2, three-year-old Phillies going a mile and a 16th. And Clarier edged out travel column last time, turning the tables on her rival from last fall. How do you see it? The the rematch, or is there somebody else you like? I thought those two are, are the obvious choices. I, I really liked the Cox Philly last time out. And Clarier ran, ran her down after running uh, second to her in the Goldenrod. Uh, so you got to figure either Clarier's got a little better, or maybe she likes Fairgrounds a little better. But I think you've got to use both them, and, and fairly equally. I, I, I don't see much difference in them. They, they're one for two. They, 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 this is the rubber match, and I think one of them probably is going to win. I'm also going to use those super sensational who did not run well in the Rachel Alexander, but uh, clipped heels and got bumped and really – you draw a line through that race, she fits here. She was 4-1 to one that day against those two horses, so I think that I'll give her another shot for Mark Cassie. I'm also going to use Little Tootsie for Tom Amos, two for two for three lifetime. Big step up in class, but one thing, she did like the sloppy track last time out at Fairgrounds, and there is a chance you're going to get some off track there. They're going to get some bad weather the next couple of days, so I'm going to throw her in there, there as well. But uh, I think Travel Column and Clarier, if you want to go with a smaller ticket, might get you through here, but when I get to my pick four, I'm going to use all four of those. I think I'd be comfortable with just Travel Column and Clarier, and I, I took Travel Column on top, but it's kind of a toss-up. had to pick somebody, so um, I'd take Travel Column, but it's uh, almost a dead heat between those two. I threw in obligatory. Just you know, Bill Mott has an impressive maiden winner, made big improvement in the second start, and then ships in for a grade two stake, and that's a pretty bold move. Uh, for Mott, and just off that angle, and it's Judmont Farm, I thought, I'm going to throw that one in just in case she's that good. So I'm going to go three deep, but Travel Column gets the slight edge for me. The Grade 2 Louisiana Derby rounds out this all-graded stakes pick four in the 14th race. Three-year-olds going a mile and three-sixteenths. Remember, they changed the distance of this a couple of years ago. And I ended up taking a, probably a, a bit of a wild swing here, but I went back and watched the prep for this that Mandaloon won, and nobody really knocked my socks off in that race. So I thought it was a, a solid group, but uh, nobody 
scared me at the top. So you got to use the the top uh, horses in there. But I took right and just. And this horse was in the 13 hole last time, and they really hustled him out. And so he, he went a really fast first quarter. They were able to slow it down a little bit. But the thing I liked is that he really didn't throw in the towel. He finished sixth, but was uh, barely beaten for fourth. And, you know, given the, the, the post draw and the fast first quarter, I could have uh, a lot of times seen a horse like that really fading a lot more than he did. So that intrigued me a little bit. He's improved in two starts for a new barn. He has the pedigree to love more distance. And he's down in the two hole this time and might be able to be the controlling speed. So I'm going to take a uh, a big big price here with right and just, what I think will be a, a nice price anyway. Uh, Hot Rod Charlie I'm going to use. Uh, ran big at Keeneland in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Alpha Maiden win. Then uh, laid off until uh, a few weeks back and ran in a derby prep out at Santa Anita. Now ships to the fairgrounds. And if he gets back to that Keeneland form, he could be a player. And then I'm going to use uh, Proxy and Mandaloon also uh, out of that uh, prep for this, the, the Risen Star. But I'm going to take a, a flyer here on right and just. How did you see the Louisiana Derby? Well, you make a good point on that horse. I, I did not use that horse, but I can see your logic. Um, and he, if you just draw a line through there, because he, uh, because he was hung outside and, and, and faded, <laughs> excuse me, um, Still got an 87 buyer, so he didn't run that far behind Mandaloon and Proxy. That's the ones I, I came down to, and um, I wasn't really high on Mandaloon the last time out because he got beaten with a comp. I thought he had had a perfect setup there and just didn't fire. But he came back and turned the tables on Midnight Bourbon, and I'm just a believer in Brad Cox. He's got this horse going the right way, and I think he's going to win this race. But Proxy got better in the Risen Star. He moved up from the Lecomte. Uh, almost the same number, and and I I don't think there's much difference in these two, and uh, so Michael Stidham's a good trainer, and and Velasquez takes them out back, so I I could flip a coin between those two for my top choice. I can make a case for Hot Rod Charlie off the Breeders' Cup Juvenile finish, and also the uh, the good uh, neck loss uh, to the Baffert horse out in the R.B. Lewis. So they decided to ship the horse to fairgrounds. Uh, hasn't been hasn't been the fairgrounds, but did run well at Keeneland. So uh, has run outside of California. I'm probably only going to stick with the top two because it's going to limit my ticket. But if I built a big ticket, I would use all three of those: Proxy, Hot Rod Charlie, and Mandaloon. With Mandaloon being my top pick by a very slim margin. So let's go to our pick four tickets. I went four deep in the first leg with two, three, five, eight. Then uh, one, four, five in the second leg. Five six eight in the Fairgrounds Oaks and two four five six in the Louisiana Derby, which should be a seventy two dollar ticket for fifty cents. I was trying to narrow down in one of the races, but I just didn't feel confident anywhere in doing that. So I ended up not going maybe as deep as I would have liked in a couple of spots. Uh, and it's kind of just kind of a balanced pick four, which is uh, normally not the way I'd prefer to play them. I'd like to hone in on on at least one of the races. So, Jim, how do you see the pick four playing out? Could you find a single? No, I couldn't find a single. I thought I had a single last week in uh, Whitmore, and he cost me a whole lot of money by not holding on to to, uh, CZ Rocket down the stretch. So I didn't do a single this time. I got a a spread ticket like you've got. Uh, First leg in the New Orleans Classic, I used 2-5-6-8 with Owendale Enforceable, uh, Chess Chief, and Sonneman with uh, Owendale being my top pick. Second leg, I went five deep with one, three, five, six, and eleven. Colonel Liam, the five, being my top pick. 
the fairground oaks I went four deep with uh, three, four, six, eight. Uh, couldn't really make a determination between Clarier and Travel Column for my top pick, the six, the eight. And to finish it up with two deep with Proxy and Mandolin, the four, six in the last leg, that's going to be $80 ticket. You want to spend 120 at Hot Rod Charlie would be my third pick there, but I'm kept it at 80 with those two horses. So two, five, six, eight with one, three, five, six, eleven with three, four, six, eight with four, six for 80 bucks. Best of luck wherever you are playing the races this weekend. Lots of hoops to go with the horses, so keep your Keeneland Select account funded so you can take a swing at uh, a race when you find a good opportunity. Best of luck. We'll be back next week with another edition of the In the Money podcast for Florida Derby Day here at KeenelandSelect.com.